On this special episode of Gibbons Leads, two of our own seniors reflect on the lessons and experiences that have shaped them as leaders, including the challenges being faced during these last few months of their high school experience. Sophia Jenny and Davis McCain are both members of the Gibbons Leadership Community and have positively influenced various programs at our school, including athletics, student council, spiritual life, retreats, academics, and more. Both have also been a part of our Gibbons Leadership Conference and our Middle School Leadership Conference. We are so grateful to have spent time with them before they graduate at the end of May. Enjoy our conversation with Sophia and Davis. We are really excited to have with us today two seniors from Cardinal Gibbons High School, two what we would call primetime leaders on campus, and we're really excited to spend this time with them as the year starts to come to a close to give them an opportunity to kind of reflect on some of their leadership experiences that they've had at Gibbons, but also talk a little about some of the challenges maybe that they're facing during this time with COVID-19. Um, we're really grateful to have Davis McCain and Sophia Jenny with us today. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good. We're good, thank you. Of course. Well, thank you guys for being here today, or well, for calling us today, because we all know that we're all at a distance. So let's start off with a few kind of overall questions. Tell us a little bit about how I would say maybe your definition or your view of leadership has changed since you started at Gibbons and kind of now as you're coming to a close at your experience here. I would say for me, when I first came to Gibbons, I kind of thought leadership as you had to have some sort of like primetime role and um, be like have a title. But I really found like through Gibbons and like all the leadership programs that leadership is not really defined by that position. It's just how you lift up others around you and how you bring out the best in other people and um, just inspire those around you. Um, and I can add to that for, uh, for, on my, uh, from my perspective and my experience, being a transfer, I came my junior year, my leader, my definition or perception of leadership hasn't necessarily changed, but I'd say it's grown. My freshman and sophomore year, I had a really influential lacrosse coach that kind of told me um, that leadership was, well, he told me that everyone, like there's a million people with a million good ideas but being the person that can get people on board with your ideas is what leadership is. And to kind of now um, transferring and adapting to a new situation, I'd say leadership for me has more become being able to be in a group of people and adapting to be able to work with them um, and sort of acclimate to whatever culture you're involved in. Nice. Davis, what was that person's name? Uh, John Lancey. And can you tell me a little bit more about maybe how uh, your relationship started with him or, or how you guys worked together and, and maybe when you really recognized, hey, this guy, uh, this guy's pretty special? I'd say just him as a coach in general, he was very devoted to growing like the athletes uh, within like the, the lacrosse program on an like, intellectual front as much as, as like as well as like athletic front. So we spent a lot of time during practice or before practice just having like conversations about what we wanted our program to look like and like the, the perception we wanted the school community to have of our lacrosse team. And a lot of that was t discussions about leadership. And so that's kind of where that became. It wasn't necessarily like a one-on-one -on -one conversation, uh, but it was something that he shared and talked about with the whole team like often. Sophia, for you, is there anyone, um, you know, an adult or even a student that you've kind of interacted with during your time uh, here at Gibbons that you feel like has been a key person in shaping your leadership perspective? Uh, yeah, there's probably two people. One who I worked with um, kind of on the volleyball team was uh, Miss Holmes, and she just always has, like, that great balance of 
being a leader and you're really empowering those around you. And she just like, she isn't someone who just says that she's going to do something. She does it. And through her actions, I've realized that leadership is just like, you can talk all you want about being a leader and making like an acting change in a program or something like that. But it really matters like how you hold yourself and how you are as a role model to others. And then um, the second person would definitely be uh, you, Miss Byrne, because I remember I, w- I came on the middle school leadership conference in seventh and eighth grade, and I just remember seeing how you would interact with all the other student leaders and how you encourage them to be their best selves, and you kind of had full trust in them. And I think giving people that platform and um, kind of stepping back is an important part of leadership, and I think it really shaped that for me. Well, I appreciate that. I wasn't fishing for that, for the record, but I I appreciate that. Um, that's great. It, it's it's clear that you guys have been around, you know, a lot of really influential people during your time, and you've had a lot of really awesome experiences and, and perhaps some challenging ones. What's maybe one, I would say, a takeaway experience that you've had? Maybe it's a, been a small moment or an event or something that, you know, you're really going to take away when you really think about your leadership journey at Gibbons. Or maybe it could be just kind of one of those, you know, what you could call like a threshold moment that really kind of maybe change your way of looking at things or just change your perspective of yourself. I think I, I have one uh, from this past year. After going on Kairos, um, I definitely um, enhanced my relationship with God. And that's something I've been working on and kind of growing a lot recently um, with. And I don't know, I feel like Givens as a community cultivates leadership really well and allows students to take leadership roles when they like feel empowered to. Um, and so I had a conversation with Coach Galloway, uh, one of the cross coaches, and told him that like I wanted to find a way to incorporate more of like a, the faith aspect into our lacrosse team. Um, and he was like super willing and behind that. And I had a conversation with Madam Mackey about it, and she kind of helped me put together um, – a Bible study for the lacrosse team and like it was a kind of unexpected like pairing because I feel like lacrosse there's a little bit of a stigma behind like lacrosse teams or just lacrosse in general um but having 40 guys go into uh the chapel on like a Friday before practice and pray together um and like talk about a Bible verse and kind of like share like the, the story like the story that God has for everyone but just have it be something that our lacrosse team could bond together with um, and, like, having the support from, like, a variety of te- teachers with that, like, that was, like, one of the most transformational leadership moments I had this That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, Sophia, I remember we, we kind of came in uh, at the same time. I remember going into your junior year, you and I were in the small group together at the yeah. Leadership Conference. And I remember you had such a desire to have an impact at Givens, right? And you spent those three days almost trying to figure out, how can I do it? How can I do it? How can I do it? And it's a really challenging thing to do um, in such a short, a short period. But did you feel like over your junior and senior year, you had that opportunity to lead and have an impact? And when did you really feel like, okay, like I'm having an impact on this place? that you do but I've realized that like truly like the impact that I can have on people is 
just incredible. And, like, that's definitely been guided by Gibbons. And, like, I mentioned this before, but, like, on the Middle School Leadership Conference, I looked up to all the students who were leading it. And then when come last fall, when I was leading it myself at the session with a couple other students, I saw, like, how excited the kids were and how much they were listening and looking up to us. And I just kind of realized that kind of, like, role reverse. And it was so empowering for me to see and just how, like, far I've come and my ability, like, but also realizing that I still have so much to learn, but I still have a little bit that I can pass on. So, like, that leadership balance of just, like, constantly learning is something that's been really valuable for me, and I've everything, like, GOC, like, I remember soaking up everything I could in those days, and it's just, I never got tired of it, because there's just so much to learn. That's fantastic, and and it's evident that both of your leadership has really come full circle, you know, over your time here, and Obviously, there's been some great things that you guys have done and, and some really positive things that you guys had been able to experience. But we all know that when you're really doing leadership, it's hard, right? That's kind of the indicator that, that you're doing it right because it can be challenging. Definitely. What have, exactly. Yeah. What have been some of the challenges that maybe you've faced um, just in general over your time at Gibbons in kind of putting yourself in a leadership role? What are some of those challenges you've been through? Um, I would say the hardest part for me is just when people aren't as excited as you and like you have to kind of talk about like if you want to if you want some event or you are excited about some sort of um, just like opportunity for the school in general and just like people not reciprocating that it can be very exhausting but then like you really just have to look for like the one instead of focusing I've learned on like the like 10 people or so who like just are not going to have anything to do with what you want to do. But, like, if you focus on the people that are, like, genuinely interested and, like, work with them, like, that's the key. Like, not focusing, like, not to sound, like, cliche, but, like, seriously, don't focus on the negative and just focus on who is really supporting you and how you can support them. Um, I, I completely agree with that uh, 100%. I can share, like, a quick story if I can. Um, my grandfather, we talked to me a ton when I was a lot younger about uh, what leadership was and how that kind of played a role in his life. Being one of the Greensboro Four, he started like the international student movement and he like sharing that story with me. Now today everyone like sees it as like he's like a hero or whatever and it's in like history textbooks and everyone and it's all glamorized now. Um, but back then he like told me about like how isolating it was for him because even people like some of his closest friends, like, didn't approve of it because they didn't want the situation to be, like, even worse than it already was by, like, protesting. Or, like, even, like, some of the people in his family that wasn't supporting what um, him and his classmates were doing. Um, so, like, for me early on, like, being the person that makes change or that wants to, like, stand up for something isn't always going to be easy, and often it can be really isolating. Um, so that's just something I try to take with me when it comes to, like, being that person that has to like hold by your values when when it may not be a situation where everyone is on board with that or something like that. Absolutely, that absolutely, that makes sense, and and th- that's great advice, really, for for all of our younger students as well. You know, um, not everything that you're going to do, people may understand, or the things that you're passionate about, people might not understand. But you really have to to believe in it and kind of persevere through some of that isolation. And I completely understand that feeling. I can relate. A hundred percent, you know, but you have to kind of know and believe in what it is you want to see happen. And and hopefully you can get to the other side where you actually see the fruits of that. And that's really where I think, you know, good leaders persevere through through some of that isolation. Um, I can definitely see that. 
Yeah, and um, you know, thanks for sharing that. It is so nice to see it on the other side, you know. But everybody who sees the other side, you know, even all these years later, you know, they don't recognize, you know, what it felt like to go through that um, and how isolating that could be. So, so appreciate you sharing that, man. I want to ask you, you know, I know that lacrosse is uh, is in your heart and. And my heart breaks for it being taken away from you this spring, you know, or potentially still. How are you working through that? How are you, as a leader, handling the team um, and those guys that look up to you? Can you just kind of talk through, you know, how you're feeling right now with all that? Um, I'd say uh, it's it's definitely been extremely difficult. Um, in all honesty, at first, everyone had a lot of hope in, like, the first couple of days, like, we got a few guys out and we went to like a different, like a, one of like your community park and we got to like pass and shoot or rub and play around for a little bit. Um, it kind of as the situation has progressed, it's become a lot more isolating for everyone. So there's been like a lot more distance between, um, the teammates and the program. Um, that just comes from being apart. It's not necessarily from like a lack of love or lack of commitment, but literally everyone's just isolated at their home. Um, so it's been really tough. Obviously, like, we miss everyone, this being together. Uh, for me, uh, it's just really, I'm, I'm extremely frustrated with the situation, but um, the biggest thing for me is just keeping everything in perspective and knowing that it's something that everyone's dealing with. And there's a lot more people that have it a lot worse. And, like, just thinking about my parents always, like, try the best, like, whenever they see me, like, having a really tough time with it to remind me that, like, we're extremely blessed, like, we're still in a home, and, and like, our parents still have work because there's a lot more, like, fundamental struggles that people are facing than not having a cross season. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all, you know, it's healthy, and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a sign of leadership to, to take a step back and think about, you know, gratitude and all the things that you can be grateful for. But, you know, I'll just say it again. You know, one of my, as a coach, um, I know how, how exciting it is to use athletics to help people grow and learn about life. And um, I know that you working towards your senior year where you're one of three seniors, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you've, you've, you've been robbed of something and, and my heart breaks for you, but, but I respect the way that, you know, you can, you can talk about, you know, how it feels and, and how you can find the positive, you know, and what you can still be grateful for through your family. And, um, you know, just my heart's out there for you. And I guess, so, Sophia, to kind of throw it to you, you know, what are you missing right now? What opportunities, you know, as a senior in high school, you know, is it difficult for you working with right now? Um, honestly, it's just kind of, the thing is, like, um, just seeing, like, fourth quarter senior is supposed to be spending time with friends, getting the last kind of, like, glimpse of high school, like, set and, like, ready to go. And I just feel like it's been complete, just, like, kind of, like, chopped off. And, like, but I think I totally agree with Davis. It's just all about keeping in perspective, like, and also, like, since Gibbons is such a, like, a uh, community that's built on interactions and being with people, like, it's extremely hard in that way. But, like, I think all the Zoom sessions with classes and just kind of, like, FaceTiming friends or finding, like, hanging out with family is a great way to kind of keep up that spirit. But, yeah, and, like, all the different things that, like, just, like, all the questions that are in the air are, are difficult to kind of think about, but just kind of thinking about the overall um, need and how this is important like for the community and that kind of thing 
Definitely. And it, and it's good to, you know, try and find some positive, you know, I agree with both of you. Those first few weeks were more so in shock. And then there was a level of grief and just so many things kind of left, you know, incomplete, which is really, really hard. And, and know that, you know, Mr. Nolan and I are both participating right now in this. It's kind of like a positivity summit, of, you know, a variety of speakers talking about how to stay positive through this challenge and how to lead through a challenge and know that some of the best leadership speakers, motivators, successful people in the world are also very much challenged by the situation. So you're not alone in that. Um, and you just take some time trying to figure out how to navigate maybe some of the opportunities that come with some of this challenge and kind of when is it time to lead. So if you guys could think, you know, and I know it's still kind of fresh, but thinking about the situation you're in, you know, you're a senior, you still have, you know, a few weeks left technically of the school year. What opportunities could you see for yourself in this situation to kind of make the situation better for others um, during this hard time? If I can be uh, like completely transparent, um, for me right now, I'm in a place where I like, I'm still like, there's time, like right now I'm optimistic about it, just like talking about it, but there's definitely a whole another 23 hours in the day where I'm having a really tough time, like wrapping my head around everything. Yeah. Um, I agree. And personally, it's really hard for me to be like an outlet and like supporter for other people if I'm still like battling internally with myself. So I haven't necessarily found like ways to help out other people because I think I have to come to terms with everything with myself first um, and kind of dealing with it. But, I mean, as soon as like I kind of have the ability to like, talk more openly about it and deal with it, then like I think that would be a time. But right now, right now like in all honesty, like, I just don't think I'm there yet. I appreciate your honesty, and 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 I'm I can relate to some of that as well. You know, when will that time come? I hope that it comes. But it's important to talk about it, and I'm grateful for your honesty and, and sharing that because I think it'll be important for other people to hear that that other people are struggling like them too. Yeah, and I think a great a tribute to a leader is, is willing to be vulnerable and you know being willing to be transparent even when the truth you know isn't exactly what you want it to be. You know, um, that in itself is an act of leadership. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. And um, I think for me at least, I have been like fluctuating between like kind of what David said too, like just like being um, like kind of in denial, but then also like it's not going to happen, just kind of going through all those emotions. But I'm someone who just really can't focus on that, so I just try to stay busy. So I'm like instead of, and like kind of depends. Like sometimes I like reach out to friends and just ask how they're doing. Sometimes I just need to like kind of be alone in my room and read because I'm a bookworm that way. And, like, um, I've also, like, tried to do, like, certain things, like, seeing out, like, I tried, I signed up for, like, this adoptive grandparent program, like, trying to get things in my day that can, like, make it regular, and so I don't think of it as, like, this is less than what I, like, originally wanted, if that makes any sense at all. I try to reach out to friends, like, I would say, I would say when I do those things, it's not totally just for them, it's also for me, partially, Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely. No, it's tough. And, and I think, um, you know, if there's anyone that's going to be able to kind of get through this challenge and, and be better off for it, it's going to be you guys. So I'm confident in that. But also know that we're with you on on a lot of what you've said and a lot of people are feeling the same way and it's OK to feel that way. Um, you know, I just want to challenge you that when the time is right to really think about, you know, those leadership skills you guys have cultivated over this time, you know, what what can you do? 
to, to kind of close that out. I want to challenge you with that as I'm challenging myself with that uh, and making sure that I end the year in a way that I'm proud of, regardless of this challenge that we've been faced with, which is a, which is a big one. Thinking about the fact that you guys won't be around next year makes me shed a tear because when I really think about two students that are kind of an example of what I would want a, a Cardinal Gibbons leader to be, I think of the two of you. And I know that there's so much probably that you have not been able to share and say with, with some of our younger students. And so I want to give you guys an opportunity. What is something that, you know, we talked about something that you're taking away. What is something you want to leave behind? What is, you know, maybe it's a piece of advice or an experience you've had that you really want other people in our community, whether it's students or educators, to know about? Um, because, you know, we all learn from others' experiences. So what advice do you have for that freshman kid or for that, that new educator that just got to Gibbons? What do you want them to know about our school? Um, I would say Gibbons is just a place where you can fully be yourself and just um, kind of um, connect with people on just another level. And I something that I've kind of learned about leadership in general from like just being on the campus is that there's no like one type of leader. Like everyone has like a certain quality about them or like something that's unique that like really defines them. And I think uh, I struggled this, with this my freshman year of just, like, trying to be a leader that I wasn't. Like, I was trying to be super loud and outgoing. And, like, as I've, like, been able to be more confident in myself over the years, like, I've kind of progressed into that. But, like, right out the gate, you don't need to be everything. You, it's still okay to learn. It's still okay to, like, what are you – to ask yourself, like, what are you – like, what am I good at? And, like, what, how can I, like, help the school in this way? Like, using your personal talents, what does the school think I need? Like, that kind of thing. I'd also add that, um, I don't know, personally, I, I spent a lot of high school, like it, even beginning in uh, freshman year, looking forward to the next season, so football season, looking forward to basketball season in the winter, um, and then when basketball season starts, I'm already thinking about lacrosse, and then as soon as lacrosse hits, I'm like ready for summer, and I mean, I guess, looking back on it, that's a cycle that happened for four years in a row, and now... Like, I spent all this time looking forward to my senior year. I've um, been looking forward to the senior lacrosse season, and it, and it was here, um, and it was taken away super quickly. So, I mean, it was all just, like, a very sudden change, and I've had a lot of time to sit and think about stuff like that. And I just say it as, like, cliche as it sounds, just to, like, be in the moment, I guess. But I don't know. Like, it, it, all, it all goes by super fast, and, like, now when it's over or – somewhat over like you start to realize how much you'll miss every bit of it and even if it's like the little things um and then also i've just over the past couple weeks i've just learned how there's such a i feel like students create such a huge distance between the faculty and and at times and feel like we're so different and kind of seeing how how much this is impacting faculty and hearing how teachers are just as upset as us because they don't get to see us in the classroom and having like teachers reach out in emails like begging everyone to show up to the Zoom because they miss us just as much as we do and like we're the highlight of their day. Just hearing that um, kind of made me wish I made a little bit more of an effort to like create even more relationships with the teachers at our school that really, really do care um, and are invested a lot um, in our learning and our our personal lives as well like they they care about us more than just like a, a grade or just uh students yeah absolutely and i think um you know you hit it on the head a lesson that all of us are going to take from this is 
you know, hopefully the, we got to be present, you know, for whatever's next and every experience that we get. And, um, you know, looking forward for you guys, I know you might still be working through it, but, you know, what is that thing that's next for you guys? Um, you know, have you figured out school yet? How are you feeling about how you take that next step where you're kind of starting over a little bit? Can you be a leader right off the bat or, or just tell us about, you know, what do you guys have coming up? Last week, I officially decided on UNC, so I'm kind of going to be a little close to home, and I think that is a little bit comforting for me. But in terms of, like, being a leader right on the campus, like, I don't think, I mean, I have learned a lot of givens, and, like, I feel very prepared for, like, this next step, um, if I'm being honest. But at the same time, I'm a little nervous and intimidated by, like, what's, like, UNC's huge compared to givens, and just, like, making an impact seems so much more daunting than just on a, a campus with, like, 1,600 people. So I think it's just a matter of, like, I found my place at Gibbons and, like, who I want to be, and, like, I have, like, been, like, I'm proud of, like, where I've come, but, like, as long, I'm worried about translating that into this next step. And I'm super excited for, like, all the other things to come and just, like, um, like my major, I'm probably majoring in neuroscience, I want to be a doctor, that kind of thing, but, like, it's really putting into perspective like this is like real life now if that makes sense yeah for sure um for me uh it's kind of scary and weird to think about closing or to think about moving on to the next chapter without like closing really high school yeah um so it's i'm in a really weird place with that um i'm still just i got back from all my school it was really exciting it was like a great week um but i'm still i'm deciding between uh, the University of Southern California in Stanford right now, which I thought having options would be extremely exciting, <laughs> but now that I'm sitting here trying to make this decision, I wish that someone would just pick for me because it's been extremely stressful. But I'm just, I don't know, I've been praying on it a ton and hoping that I know either decision I'm really excited for, um, but I'm just hoping that when I get to college, uh, all the hard work in high school paid off and I'm ready to like, hit the ground running and see what what um sort of the next chapter has in store yeah um you know sophia congratulations and davis congratulations to you too i hope you both know that that unc is lucky and that uh you know whether it's sc or whether it's stanford they'll be uh they'll be getting a good one davis thank you i appreciate thank you like i've already said it's it's a sad thought not you know knowing that we're not going to have you guys around um next year and and, you know, just for both of you guys to know how proud we are of the two of you and just how much, you know, I hope that my kids someday could be leaders like the two of you, that all of our kids will get an opportunity to come across a leader in their lifetime like the two of you guys, especially in these years of high school, which are so formidable. The good thing about being a teacher is that we get more than four years, so um, we get to kind of see the long view a little bit. When you come back, which we hope you do, when you come back, maybe it's in five years, maybe it's next year, maybe it's 10 years later, maybe you send your kids here. What do you hope Gibbons to be like? What do you What do you hope it can become? One of, one of the things that I love most is sort of like the growth mindset that we have in this school right now. And I truly feel that we're on such like an upwards trajectory um, and we have this vision of where we want to be. But I hope that and whatever, however the timeline works out, uh, whenever we get to that place, we don't stop. And we continue to, like, 
set new goals and continue to grow. Um, that's the biggest thing for me because I've seen um, a lot of schools or even like people in general, they set goals and when we get there, we stop and we're like happy with it. But I think that one of the things that makes Gibbons what it is is the like just the, the trajectory that it's on and, and like the drive to become better. Um, so I hope that we just stick to that and like hold, hold to that. Yeah, I totally agree with that as well. Like, the trajectory that Gibbons is how they constantly, like, we constantly push ourselves to, like, make ourselves a better place and that kind of thing. But also, like, in addition to, like, pushing ourselves, like, not, like, Gibbons doesn't lose sight of, like, that family aspect. Like, when you walk on Gibbons, you feel at home and you feel safe and all the things. But, like, we don't, in this pursuit of just being the best we can be, we don't lose sight of the main reason why we're the best. And that's, like, that, like, that love and that family, like, home feeling of Gibbons. No, that's great. I, and, and, you know, I completely agree. That's one of the reasons why I love to work here. I know that's a big reason why I like to work around the people that work here, especially Mr. Nolan, kind of always driving to be better. And I think definitely, even though this challenge that we've been facing has been hard, it's definitely shown me a lot about the school's determination to be the best and to kind of continue on the trajectory regardless of the circumstance. So it's great to hear that from you guys. Um, and I, and I hope that, you know, we can continue that, that journey on behalf of our schools. Yeah. It's inspiring to hear you guys answer that question. It, it pumps me up as a, you know, as a, as a part of the Gibbons family, as a, as an educator, as a coach, you know, to have students and, and leaders that, that have that mindset. Cause I think that it's unique and, um, you know, I'm also, I'm just, so, I'm, I'm so thankful for this place. I'm so thankful for some of the things that are that this place has to offer. You know, I got a chance to get to know both of you guys at our Gibbons Leadership Conference, you know, Davis before your senior year and Sophia before your junior year. And it's so cool to just have a outlet or have a format, you know, that our school has created and, and Mrs. Byrne is is leading, you know, where we can we can discuss those things. I think it's I think it's really special and um, I'm crazy proud of both of you. I'm so excited for your future. I'm so excited to see, you know, what's next for you guys, and and I'm, I'm proud of what you accomplished, and proud about how you're handling this difficult situation, and uh, you know, just uh, appreciate y'all's relationship and willingness to share with with our community, and um, you know, just can't say enough good thing about good things about you guys. Absolutely, and know that you know we're here for both of you during this time, and. I know that the year is coming to an end, but our relationship is not, and you will join the ranks of the alumni circle with Mr. <laughs> Nolan and I, and uh, we couldn't be more proud of, you, of the two of you. So thank you both so much for your time. Um, let us know how we can support you, and, and just thanks for everything you've done for our school um, and for our students and for our educators. You know, just really grateful for all that you've done for us, so thank you. Thank you so much. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for you're welcome. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, guys. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.